Wellnesspreneurs, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? It's time to pull up a seat and align your third eye on the prize. Each week, we will have conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B. My name is Jessica Cross, and I am so excited to link arms with you and get started. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Third Eye on the Prize. It's Jessica, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Ah, I hope you are uh, doing well and everything in your life is, you know, it's not all good vibes, right? But I hope that you're able to kind of find that in-between space where you can breathe and you can feel aligned, um, you know, even if it's just for moments at a time. So wishing that for you today and for myself as well. We all need it, right? <laughs> so today I am talking about three things any new yoga teacher should be doing for their business. So I, I'm a yoga teacher myself. I've been teaching for over five years now. And I remember emerging out of my 200 hour thinking like, okay, what the heck now? What am I supposed to be doing? I kind of felt like I was just thrown out of the nest a bit. And I wanted to keep the energy of the training going. And it was really something I was worried about. I was like, what happens if I just stop teaching? Like, does it, um, or stop being in this learning environment even? Like, I, I wanted to make sure I held on to that energy. So I've got three, three things for you today, three tips that I did as I was leaving my 200 hour that really helped me step into my business as a teacher and then catapulted me into the rest of my business. Okay, so the first thing, this is, this is probably the most important, by the way, um, please start teaching right away. If you have recently graduated or maybe it's even been, been a bit of time since you graduated from your 200 hour and you're not teaching, I'm gonna challenge you right now to start put yourself out there by offering a free class to your friends and family start getting the momentum of speaking the words giving the cues stepping into the seat of the teacher asap because the sooner you start creating that momentum for you to teach the faster you get get the crud out so of course it you have to Think of it this way is when you're turning on the faucet and you know sometimes the water doesn't run super clear right when you turn it on so it gives you the opportunity to kind of get the crud out get that stuff out and then as it runs longer the water's clear and, and cool and crystal and you can see right through it as an analogy that's a way to think of getting your stuff out <laughs> getting your stuff out teaching to anybody teach to your friend, teach at work. So that's one of the first things I did is I offered free classes to my colleagues at work. And it was, you know, it was a little uncomfortable. Like, I'm like, I'm the yoga, weird yoga lady, but I was already the weird yoga lady. So I didn't realize that people already saw me that way. <laughs> and it wasn't such a big shift for me to start teaching there. And I, because it was free, 
I had a bit more free reign on when I taught, uh, who I taught to. So I didn't just open it up to the entire office. It's like a select group of people were invited. And so those people that I was comfortable with, like I was able to kind of curate that experience in a certain way. And I did that for six months or so. Uh, and it worked great. I got some good feedback. Of course, people are like, you know, when they're your friends and your colleagues are so nice. Like they, they just, they want you to feel good about yourself. And they're also getting free yoga, uh, you know, at their office. They don't have to get in their car and go anywhere. Um, of course, this is pre-pandemic. Um, but it, you know, they're, they're getting something out of it. So you can always, and I did this, create a survey, um, you know, and you can make it anonymous just if you really want to get feedback because those like, oh, you did so great are good for your new teacher heart for sure. Like that makes you grow um, at your confidence, but also you want to, you want to know those little things that can make your clients, your students experience better. So feedback is just information. It is not a judgment upon you as a person. It's not a judgment on your character or your worth or any of those things. It's just for you to get better. So solicit that. And, you know, start, just teach, just teach anywhere as many times as you can. That's, that's my biggest piece of advice. Number two, start building some relationships. So if you see yourself, um, you know, becoming a studio yoga teacher, or you see yourself becoming a corporate yoga teacher or both, um, I mean, there's obviously like retreat venues, um, you know, health offerings through, you know, chiropractic office. Um, if you're into kids yoga, start building those relationships with, um, you know, the preschools. Preschools often have these um, services that they bring in that offer their whole athletics program for the little ones. So maybe you start offering your service maybe to the people that own those types of services for free so they can try it and then make your offer. Um, there's just, there's so many, there's so many ways. So figure out at least, it doesn't have to be forever, but figure out a relationship that you want to start building. Is it with a certain studio? Do you see yourself teaching at this place? Have you been there before? <laughs> if you have, how often do you take class? How often are you a part of that community? Because if you're just showing up with your resume, you among many others are doing the same and they are going to offer opportunities to sub, offer new class opportunities to people they already know, people that are in their community. Even if it's just, you know, you haven't, you know, you're not tight, like you're not having lunch with people, but you're there, you're taking class, they see your face, be it on Zoom or, you know, in person as we're starting to open back up, like put yourself out there as a student. And because that shows the business that you believe in them, that you want to be a part of this community. If you are a corporate or you aspire to be a, co a corporate teacher, think of an offer that would really meet the needs of the person who's making this decision. So think about if you could offer that person a, you know, 30 minute private Zoom meditation after work or you know you could offer to come in and do a free class for you know how many ever people they have room for or the number you're comfortable just so they can get a taste of the of, of the offering of, of what you offer and your personality those are just a couple of ways to start building relationships so 
think about at least one relationship you want to start building and you know tippy toe down that path and, and maybe as you try things you get to know different communities you might say yeah well that might not be for me but this other thing that i didn't know about is so think about how you want to start building those relationships okay and the last one is and I, I think all of these are important by the way as i continue to read i'm like oh that one might be the most important maybe this is maintain a personal practice for yourself this is so tough and it's something that i struggle with to this day and probably will forever i'm sure if you ask other teachers that have been teaching for a while say the same thing maintaining a practice for yourself is the root of the practice that you offer to your students and to your community. This does not mean teaching, practice to teach. <laughs> like you're, you're working through your sequence, you're writing everything down, you're cueing your music, um, you're looking up quotes. That is separate from what I'm talking about. Your personal practice is the seed from which all of those other things I just mentioned grow. You have to take care of your own body, you've got to take care of your own heart. And your practice, by the way, doesn't have to look exactly like the class that you're teaching. So let's say you're teaching a power asana class. That's great. Um, that might not be your practice. And that's, that's okay. That's fine. Like you don't need to be practicing power asana every single day in order to teach it. Maybe you should practice it sometimes so you can get the feel for your students. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe you're a runner, maybe you're a walker, maybe you like really love to walk in nature and that's your practice. That's a, you know, walking meditation for you. That's great. Whatever it is, hone in on it and do it, do it regularly, do it every single day if you can. Um, and if, if your practice is a very powerful, fiery one, I invite you to find one of balance that you can blend into your every single day. So you're doing something, you're moving and practicing in a way that soothes your soul, that brings out the goodness that is inherently within. So you can feel full before you reach your students, before you offer from your heart. Okay, so just to recap, if you're a new yoga teacher, or maybe, you've, maybe you're not even new and you're just wanting to get back into teaching, these are some really great tips to recap. Number one, start teaching right away. Teach to anybody, teach as often as you can, get that stuff out so the water can run clear. Number two, begin building relationships. Identify one relationship that you wanna start cultivating right now. Write it down if you have to and go practice with them, go make an offer, a free offer to them get in their face, <laughs> be, be uh, kindly attentive to this relationship because you want to value, you want to offer value to them. All right, so number three, maintain a personal practice for yourself. No matter what it looks like, no matter if it varies from a few things day to day, practice for yourself, meditate, walk, run, power asana, you name it, if whatever fills your soul in this season and the next is something I want you to stay true to aside from practicing to teach. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is something near and dear to my heart as a teacher myself. And I'm so inspired to share with new teachers, aspiring teachers. 
Um, so if you ever have any questions uh, about teaching or uh, the business of yoga, you know, I've, I've uh, experienced it for, for several years now and I'd love to help you. So feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's jessicacross.co. And uh, if you like this episode and you feel called, if there's someone that you think would love to listen to it, please hit the share button and, and text it to them. That would mean so much to me. And then also rate and subscribe because, uh, you know, small business here, one woman show, I would so appreciate your feedback and your time is incredibly valuable. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your beautiful energy. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to Third Eye on the Prize. Got an idea or something to share with Jessica? DM her on Instagram at at jessicacross.co and let her know what's on your mind. We're so grateful for your support, especially as a small woman-led business. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.